What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of We Everywhere, baby! We're back. <laughs> I am your host, Omar, and with me, as always, is the co-host with the mo-host, Nadia Moham. Hello, I'm the mo-host. That's right. <laughs> so, um, we missed you last week. <laughs> and we're a little late this week. <laughs> My goodness. It's been a rough one for us guys. We've been a lot has been going on in our lives. Um so bear with us. <laughs> you know, our track record's been pretty good. A whole solid year every week. Have really really been late. <laughs> yeah, and then but <laughs> I was yeah. just gonna say and then just you know, life started getting in the way in really weird ways. And so we just never got a chance to produce that episode last week. And uh, hopefully there's uh, people hearing us right now. (laughs) We've lost all our (laughs) listeners in the course of a week. Nobody came back. (laughs) (laughs) Did you give up on us? Don't give up on us. (laughs) We're still here. We're still producing episodes for you guys. Don't worry. Um, And without further ado, let's get on with the show. Let's. (laughs) Let's. <laughs> uh, well, since we have like two full weeks where we didn't uh, record, there's a lot of content to get to. Um, and I'll just start off with saying that I did my photo shoot with El Reve. That definitely happened. And that's right. That's right. That was that was something that was going to happen. On we we'll do all the topics from last week's episode, <laughs> and then we'll do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did my photo shoot, and that was a really awesome experience. I mean, I'm I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> Right, you're like the next one. I'm gonna crush the it. The next one, I'm gonna crush it. Okay, <laughs> it's just you know, don't ever let anyone tell you that modeling is not hard. Don't ever tell, let anyone tell you that modeling is easy because it's not, and not for me at least. Right, and not for a lot of other people that from who I talked to, you know, like the night before. I was like eating half an avocado <laughs> for dinner, <laughs> which Delicious. is so ridiculous, but it really does make a difference to not eat heavy, you know, the night before the day of, like you should still eat. I'm not saying to not eat, right? right. but you don't want to eat heavy. Um, and what else? Um, worked out that morning, got my work hard workout in, mm-hmm. um, and then during the shoot it was like <laughs> it was like okay make sure that the product looks good you know that the clothes look good and make sure you know your angles and make sure your chin is a certain way and make sure your head is tilted the right way and make sure your face looks good and make sure your hands are pointed and make sure your toes are pointed and make sure your back is arched and make sure and you're just like <laughs> by the time i remember to do all these things what the hell does my face look like yeah like <laughs> you know <laughs> every picture is just of you thinking yes <laughs> You're like, this is a really pensive piece, you know, of lingerie, <laughs> man. And it's like, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a short girl. I got short limbs and a short torso and a short neck. <laughs> <laughs> and a short neck. 
<laughs> I got I got short appendages, okay? And when you're short like that, everyone wants you to pose. They say, stretch, lengthen, stick this out, stick... Th-. And it's like, I am. Do you not understand that my, this is as far as my body goes? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no more, more, arch, arch. And I'm like, I am arching! <laughs> I got short limbs. <laughs> you know, it's just like, this is as good as it's going to get, honey. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So, um, it was just a <laughs> lot, a lot, a lot to think about, a lot to process. And just getting used to being in front of the camera versus behind the scenes. You know, that's, I'm just always behind the scenes. So that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, it's like, you know, I- I'm going to, I'm going to dive deep for like, just a moment i've shared with you you know like growing up i i wasn't always the most secure i didn't really have the the best role models you know i grew up in a time of the 90s when rail thin was attractive i grew up in a predominantly caucasian neighborhood there was no one really that looked like me in the media and the magazines in tv shows and movies Mm -hmm. so you you get this this breeding to think, well, I'm just not the standard of beauty or I, I just don't, I don't, I'm not up to par. You know what I mean? Okay. So growing up, I felt that way, you know? And then of course I had Nas as my cousin, which I've shared about before and ladies like us and I maybe even here too. She kind of became part of my standard of beauty because she's obviously so beautiful mm-hmm. and everywhere I'd go, people would tell me how beautiful she was. So it was this constant like, you know, reaffirming of that. And I, I, my body type is not like hers. So it was more in my mind because I was young and, and, and impressionable and already didn't feel a certain type of way. It was just more proof of, okay, well, you're not in that standard of beauty kind of a thing. Right. So with all that being said, mm-hmm. it was a big move and a big step for me to, model next to Nas in my underwear (laughs) in my chonies you know what I mean and be cool with it and just and just own that this is me this is my body like I'm representing all the the medium to large girls out there you know that wear a size 6 to 10 or 6 to 12 or whatever and you know, that don't fit into the, like I had mentioned before in the previous podcast, either they're not, either they're super small or they're plus size. That's what's represented. So, Mm -hmm. um, it was important for me to say yes, important for me to do this for, for representation because representation matters, but also for myself. So it was a double victory in the end. And yeah, so that's the big takeaway from all of that. Yeah, and I mean, you you should feel good about it. You know, you manifested it into existence, if you will, um, just by noticing it's noticing that there was something that wasn't speaking to you. It wasn't that you were just sitting there like, "Hey, when am I going to get my shot?" Like, blah blah blah. Yeah, because it, it was never it was never that. And I think with that came with a little bit more. Um, what I want to say, like, like it, it made it a bit more comfortable, and the fact that you weren't in in anything. I mean, we've mentioned this before. Like, 
but you weren't in anything that I would consider no like, like super revealing. Like, Whoa, look how scantily clad she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't anything more than like wearing a bathing suit. Yeah, and it's funny though because like I'll have people like my parents who will see a picture um, of like someone doing a hand bra, and then my <laughs> mom is like, "Oh, they're so naked." I'm like, you can't see anything. She's like, ah, they're naked. And I was like, oh. but but and if they like, had oh. a little top, yeah, it would be different, right? Well, who knows? <laughs> who knows with my mom? She'd probably be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny to be like, well, Nadia's got, she's doing a photo shoot. Oh, for what? I was like, uh, lingerie. Like, ah. <laughs> you told them? No, I imagine I'm just, you did. Didn't I told you? them that you had a photo shoot, but I didn't say it was for laundry. I uh-huh. was just saying you, know, you had a photo shoot, and they were just like, "Okay, cool." Because it's like it's weird because it's not that I didn't want to get into a conversation where I would have to <laughs> deal with mom being judgmental or anything like that. Yeah, it's simply I just don't want to have the conversation. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, a photo shoot for what? I don't know. I just, I like to say that a lot. I don't know, Ma. <laughs> it's the best. Just plead the fifth. Yeah, just be like, I don't know. Yeah, just plead the fifth. It's always for the best. <laughs> Listen, my dad's definitely going to have probably something to say because he had a fit over my outfit when I got engaged, which was like that sheer dress, mm-hmm. which I had like proper i had like high-waisted <laughs> bathing suit bottoms and like a bra top and he was just like i can't show anyone this you're naked <laughs> like okay well i am 36 years old can i be sexy is it allowed <laughs> he's like no <laughs> am i allowed to be sexy yet <laughs> he goes not until you're older than me right exactly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that was cool i got to do that and um, I got to get my hair makeup done for a change, which was also very nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have no idea when they're coming out. So <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep refreshing that IG page yeah. and see when Nadia pops up. Yeah. It's for her next collection. Um, it's a capsule collection and it was, it was more of like a loungewear kind of type. Like you guys will see it when it comes out, I'm sure. So. Keep if, your eyes open. If the next one was a little more like lingerie and less loungewear, would you go for it? Like, would you continue? I don't know. <laughs> I'll see where my body journey goes. <laughs> like, I just started eating gansitos again. <laughs> I gotta get my guns pumped. <laughs> That is something we came up with so long ago, and I can't believe we just never bring it up. Okay, so for anyone who's like, what the fuck? <laughs> for anyone who doesn't speak Spanish, you know, we call belly like panza, right? So Nadia and I are always like shortening words or just making up our own stuff. Um, so we just started calling it pawns, like P-A-N-Z. We're like, oh, look at your pawns. And then because gancitos, which is... Uh, I guess, man, look at me, explanation station. <laughs> um, a gancito is a Mexican, uh, what would you call them? Like a, pastry. A, a pastry. You know, imagine. Processed, imagine prepackaged like, like pastry. Imagine like a chocodile, right? 
Oh, chocodiles. They don't what make those the anymore. hell is a chocodile? Oh, my goodness. A Let's chocodile. just. No, okay. but it, it's, it's all going to lead to it. Okay. A chocodile <laughs> is, imagine a Twinkie that has been dipped in chocolate. Oh, my God. So, it's, it's essentially like a Twinkie, but in, okay. in, encased in chocolate. Okay, similar, similar. Very similar, not the actual Twinkie. Yeah. Well, a gancito is like a cake. But a gancito is a Similar shape to a Twinkie. Dipped dipped in chocolate, chocolate. but in the middle Mm -hmm. it has... Like a raspberry? Cream and... I think it's Raspberry or strawberry? Whatever. strawberry. Some berry. So like a little cream layer, a little strawberry layer inside of this cake. Yeah. Then it's dipped in chocolate with some chocolate sprinkles on top. And the part... That changes everything is that you put them in the freezer. Omar taught me that. <laughs> that is a real Mexican thing. Like yeah. You, you grab your gancito because you can buy them, obviously, individually. Um, but we always used to somehow get a box. Huge of like, box. I don't know how many, a thousand, whatever, <laughs> and just cram all that shit in the freezer. And then you'd end up eating this. Oh, so good. It's like frozen bread. <laughs> it's so good, though, because the bread doesn't really get hard. Not that hard. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird, but it's totally the way to eat them. But because of Gansito, and we're like, we're going to keep getting a big old panza because of this Gansito, <laughs> that became the Gans Pons. <laughs> so Nadia and I are. <laughs> those, are, are those are European names. Yeah. Pons and Pons. Pons and Pons. <laughs> the Gans Pons. The Gans Pons. So now you know, guys. <laughs> That's another one of our little nicknames. That's, that's our dance crew. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up Come next see. is the Gans Ponds. <laughs> you got the good vibration. <laughs> come on, come on. Wow. <laughs> Where are we going? In the back of Where are we going? Push it, push it. <laughs> Move it. <laughs> that's like that game, uh, Taboo. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. That's... um. What is no, that taboos, game? Taboos, taboos, another game. You're talking about bop it, bop it. Yeah, 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 twist yeah, yeah. It, Pull it, jerk it. That's what it's called, bop it. It's called bop it. I, thought, I always wanted one. I of thought those. bop it was. Oh, that was a skip it. Okay, never mind. No, skip it was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fall and I, I was thinking that was called a bop it, but that's called a skip it. Do you want to pretend you're, you're that in was the for, world's cutest prison? No, Put yeah. That's because we were getting fat. And they were like, okay, we need to make some games for kids that gets them moving. <laughs> what about the one that was a dodgeball with a plastic disc around it? So imagine like Saturn. Okay. Right? But it's a, it was like a dodgeball. Did ball. you stand on it? Yeah, and you would stand on yeah. it and hop around Yeah, on yeah, it. that was like impossible. <laughs> well, the funniest thing, that, well, maybe it's because I was too old to play <laughs> it because I, I, I'm pretty sure it was my cousins. Or too fat. Now that I'm thinking <laughs> of the, the way this story's going. Whenever I would jump on it, the plastic would just scrape on the floor. <laughs> so it was just like... <laughs> I wasn't doing anything... <laughs> It was the worst. It wasn't for you. It would make that horrible sound like like those stupid roller skates you used to get that would just clamp on. Oh my your god. Feet. We were the just looking one. at those the other day. You couldn't even really skate. It was like a forward and back like <laughs> kick, 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 like like shuffling. You were just you would just shuffle your way and you would make no progress. Like it took forever to get anywhere in those <laughs> things. I was like, this thing has wheels. <laughs> Why am I still dragging my feet? <laughs> like none of you never rolled. No, You're those like, sucked. 
Never worked. <laughs> never worked. And then it was like kind of dangerous because like the straps never really secured your ankles like on your because you were supposed to wear your real shoes with them. Yeah. And then they would just like clamp onto them. And it was never like tight enough. So you'd like twist your ankle. <laughs> Do they still make those? I, you know, I don't know. I would assume I haven't oh, been to man. a 99 cent store in a while. <laughs> I feel like that's where you would find it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What else happened? Um, honestly, oh, you know, we watched last week was Midnight Mass. That was a suggestion from Dustin. Right. And Japanese and, news correspondent, <laughs> Japanese Dustin, news who correspondent. just celebrated, by the way, his birthday. That's right. So birthday shout out to him. Uh, he recommended Midnight Mass. And, you know, I like to be honest around here. Mm-hmm. I did not care for this show one bit. <laughs> I'm going to have to second that. I, uh, I We received it as a recommendation from um from another listener as well. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, cool, because Dustin is hot with the recommendations. Like he's always, yeah. We're, him and I are always throwing them back and forth, right? So, and he's usually a hit. He usually, yeah. Well, you guys at, like at least, the same yeah, kinds of things. Like we have that kind of same vibe. You know, we're like, okay, this is gonna be good. This is not whatever. But there's always room for you know <laughs> mistakes. For, for mistakes. <laughs> there's always room for bad suggestions. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> no, I mean the truth is. That the show is actually, it's not bad at all. It's just for my taste and obviously for for your taste as well. um, The pacing was just way too slow. It was slow. There's a lot of monologuing. There's a lot of conversation. Um, And again, it it just felt drawn out. And I, I don't feel like there was any, like the payoff or how it ended. I was, I don't know. I didn't. It wasn't something I was like, wow, this is like really, really good. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. And matter of fact, I didn't even write any notes. And we watched it so long ago that I don't even, it doesn't even <laughs> resonate. I don't even remember. It was totally unforgettable to me because I was just like, oh my God, more talking. And it's not that I can't pay attention to talking. I don't mm-hmm. mind the talking. It just did not entertain me i don't i don't know the conversation was just not interesting to me whatsoever mm-hmm. and and there was a lot about religion mm-hmm. so it, it was like i was like okay cool but i already have like i already have my pov or my right. thoughts on religion too so some of it was like yeah i already kind of knew that not knew that like they weren't teaching you the bible or anything like that but it was just they point out a lot of like how ridiculous a lot of things in religion are right like just based on the on the fact that the you know the main character if you will is like a monsignor and there's a lot of there's a lot of church in it yeah headens midnight mass and i of course we watched the whole thing and i i actually like uh the creator director i'm sure he's like a couple of things on it but uh, Mike Flanagan is his name. <laughs> Remember every time the every time the credits would roll, we'd be like, "Damn you, Mike Flanagan!" <laughs> Flanagan, <laughs> not again, Flanagan. <laughs> because he did the uh, the haunting of Hill House, uh-huh. which we we saw, I think, last year, even maybe even before. 
we started the uh, the podcast, which was remember those kids, and it's like flashback between when they're adults and their kids, and their mom goes. Oh crazy. yes, yes, yes. That and was good. I like that. Show there was always like these ghosts in the yes. background and stuff that you maybe noticed or didn't notice. In the that girl was the same girl in the movie. Well, yeah, that's his wife. Yes. I think. So you I know. think she helped either produce it too or something. She was in the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he did another one called like the haunting of. He he's really into haunting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got the haunting of Hill House, the haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass. He did that weird movie that we saw, Gerald's Game. Oh, yeah. Where that guy has a heart attack. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wasn't mad at that. No. That wasn't. was interesting. He also did make Oculus, which I didn't like. So Yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah, he's not he's not a hundred, but he's a good seventy percent in my you book. Know, that's, that's can't good. win them all. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, so that was uh, that was a miss for us. <laughs> but you know, go ahead and check it out if you are curious. Um, mm-hmm. There, there was still again, it wasn't the worst show I've ever seen. There were definitely parts that were entertaining, um, and there's a bit of a do I if I say that there's a blood sucking situation? Does that give it away? <laughs> Am I spoiler alert? Surprise! It's all about leeches. <laughs> she gave it this is—it's just a documentary about about attorneys. About, <laughs> but um, oh wait, we have that now, don't we? Wait, where is that? Hey, finally, I love when we can use our soundboard. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, that was the well. That was the part where we were like, um. Uh, well, not that was, it was a part of our Halloween, you know, uh, binge. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about what we, because we didn't do shit for Halloween. Because, yeah, this leads to the fact that this year, I don't know if I had mentioned it on the podcast before, but my big issue with Halloween this year is that I didn't feel, Halloween? I didn't feel the vibe at all. And I don't know if that's because, well, well obviously the, pandemic or whatever or we didn't have anything planned normally we have something yeah something to do there was there were kind of no plans on the books and then at the same time seems I like everybody else had plans i know i looked on the gram and everybody was at halloween parties <laughs> i was like damn we didn't even get one invite <laughs> not one invite thanks guys <laughs> that's it we, we were like okay and it's funny because at the same time, we didn't call anybody to see either. Yeah, we didn't. I was just kind of like, ah, I don't know. We were I just over it this year. Well, yeah. I had to work all day. Well, you did. Actually, you did. Saturday. Not Halloween day. But I had, well, I mean, I had one client on Halloween day. But I had just been working my ass off that whole week. Um, it was just a really busy week. So I wasn't thinking about Halloween. It wasn't on my yeah. mind. And, and then I actually somebody stole my credit card information oh yeah and so my cards got shut down and everything too so i was like ah, you know you're what all mean? bummed out yeah it's like i don't know i don't want to just it's weird because it's like you feel like you, you can't do anything yeah, even though it's like well i pay my credit card off with my own money so it's not like i don't have money <laughs> what the hell do you know what i mean it was and like, i have money to cover like that yeah, is just not it's an like, issue <laughs> it's like all the money that i would spend on this credit card for this month i would just pay it off right away so it's not like i don't have the money right but something about it like coming out 
of my debit card. Yeah. I was just like, oh, what if I go broke in this last week? I don't know. <laughs> it's like some weird, you know, block that I had that I was like, can't Ooh, use the you debit card. You rely on your credit Gotta card credit too card. much. But I pay the shit off. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, as what long keeps as me, you got it. That's what keeps me in that good credit score. As long as you got it. Um, but yeah, we, unfortunately we didn't, and I love Halloween. That's just, also I didn't really decorate. We didn't have a costume, just none of it. It just kind of came by so quickly. Like the whole freaking month of October, I just blinked twice and it was gone. So, and yeah, and it was also, also one of my, one of my coworkers, um, had a baby and he went on paternity leave. A paternity leave, uh-huh. which left me with extra work. Right. So I was also coming home from work just fried. Tired, like, yeah. Just, that's, it was just, that was just us. It was just kind of life <laughs> crushing us on just, and not in like incredibly like insane ways. I mean, yeah, just credit work. card, you know, losing my, you know, I guess you call it, you know, it is credit card fraud or whatever. Like, all that got situated, but at the same time, it just didn't put us in the place to like, what are we going to celebrate? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I didn't watch It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh. And that ruined it all for that's me. That's <laughs> what ruined it for you. Didn't feel real. It didn't feel real. You could still watch it. Nah, what's the point now? Now <sighs> I have to watch the Thanksgiving one, and that one's not very good. <laughs> not that Charlie Brown is good at all, like the Peanuts stuff. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> it's just one of those things you always kind of, that I always do. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. It's crazy because now that we've been doing this now for over a year, we've passed our year mark. Mm-hmm. We're on our second round of holidays with the show. It's just crazy to think about, you know? Because yeah. like last year we talked about the big, what is it? The pumpkin. <laughs> The great, the great pumpkin. pumpkin. The great pumpkin. Charlie Omar Brown. loves the great Jesus. pumpkin. And I'm like, <laughs> and and something that we mentioned last year, we had, when we did the couch quickies on like horror movies and slashers and stuff, we had mentioned Halloween as a movie, um, or the movie, but we had remembered not seeing it recently. It was right. So. Oh, yeah, we did our little we marathon. Actually, yeah, watch. That was the most Halloween thing we did. We watched the two newest Halloween movies. Yeah. Which was Halloween and then Halloween Kills. Right. Um, And I got to say, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're not bad. They're pretty good, but it really got us thinking about Michael Myers more <laughs> than ever before. <laughs> and just how, how indestructible he is. <laughs> I mean, we know this, but it's like on a whole nother level in this latest one. It's like really like <laughs> a pitchfork to the back, five gunshots to the gut. Like, I think he got a, no, he got like five gunshots to the front of his body. He got slashed in the gut, a pitchfork to the <laughs> gut and the back. I can't remember what else, but this guy just kept going and and, and got up quickly and easily. And his stiff little swift movements. And, and it's like his his incredible sit-up that yeah. doesn't seem to take him any no. kind of effort. No struggle. My boy got abs. No struggle whatsoever. <laughs> if I did it, that would have been my sound. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is he dead? Is he getting up? And be like, like, yeah. Yeah. He's getting up and he's doesn't, out of He doesn't even shape. need his arms to push him from the ground from for leverage. <laughs> no struggle. 
whatsoever. And it's crazy because when you think of a Freddy or a Jason or, or any of those, you give them a little bit of, oh, well, well they're from, there's something mystical about them. Right. You know, it's like Freddy's in the dream, so everything can happen, you know, anything can yeah, happen. Yeah, he's in, in your nightmare. like, Jason was a, essentially like a dead kid who came back. So you're like, okay, there's a bit he's of He's not really real. There. Yeah. Well, Michael Myers, like their whole explanation is he's evil and evil is, is unkillable or whatever. You're yeah. just like, really though? Just straight <laughs> evil. That's it. Just a regular evil guy. Why will no one <laughs> shoot this guy in his head? Man, the amount of times where they're like, this is enough. <laughs> like, finish the job. Stab the guy in the brain, like <laughs> straight square through the eyes. I need you. You know he'd probably still get up if it was straight through the eyes. <laughs> Just like I don't need these. Yeah, didn't get my brain, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you stabbed my eyes downward. So all you did was, yeah, sure, I'm blind and my cheeks hurt, but brain totally fine. <laughs> Yeah, they never finish the job. They're always like, oh, they like stab him in the back and then they walk away. They're like, oh, thank God that's over. Yeah, and it's it's stupid to to try to apply logic to, to horror <laughs> movies. Like you're just, they're all like, what was that? But no one ever turns on the lights. No, nope. so it's just like, oh, you're of course you're gonna get killed. Um, it's the whole running upstairs to get away thing too. You know, yeah, it's just and and <laughs> but like I said, Halloween kills. Even though it's a brand new movie, it was streaming or probably still is streaming on Peacock. Uh-huh. So if you're one of those people that has Peacock for whatever reason, it's on there. So that's how we watched it. Yeah, it was still and, good though. I was into it. It was entertaining. Yeah, and and I was they like, did you know, I'm job. gonna watch it because Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like I think the last Halloween movie I had seen was I think the Rob Zombie one, but he made two, and I didn't watch the second one. I oh, just I'm watched interested. the first one. And I was like, okay, cool, but yeah. It's like, ah, without Jamie, is nothing. Yeah. Um, you know? But this one was good. This and one... they had uh, Kyle Richards, too, in it in this last one. I was telling you, she played the little girl that Jamie Lee Curtis in the original one was babysitting. Mm-hmm. So that little girl that she was babysitting grew up to be Kyle Richards, who is a real housewife of, of uh, Beverly Hills. And sister of... She's related to the whole Hilton family. Oh, right on. Mm-hmm. She was... um. She was in it as well. She did a great job too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just it's cool when they bring back old cast members. Feels a little more authentic. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it I do was, recommend them. I liked them. Yeah, it was good, and it was good to get a little bit of that Halloween stuff in because that was I, our only taste. I gotta tell it. you, I was watching a lot of Halloween baking. <laughs> 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 like. <laughs> lately if i don't know what i'm gonna put on i just want background noise or whatever i'll just be like oh at halloween food network and and i guess now you got a uh, like discovery plus or whatever we'll do well but basically food network goes crazy with their halloween baking competitions yep and i'm always like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna burn them and i gotta tell you guys i i watched i'm gonna just give you a, a quick list of of the the shows that i watched i watched halloween Halloween Baking Champ, Halloween Wars, Freak Show Cakes, Haunted Gingerbread Showdown, <laughs> Halloween Cake Off. Um, and then, like, what? Even just, uh, what was the other one called? 
I don't know, maybe like a Buddy versus Duff or something like that. But these are all Food Network yeah. shows. And of course, I didn't watch all of them. I was just watching certain episodes of it. But I was just like, man. And you fast forward a lot. I, I do. He goes to like the beginning. What's the challenge? Oh, what's the end result? Cool. Saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. But at one point, I literally was like, can we watch something else? I'm on a diet. <laughs> I was so sick of watching cakes. <laughs> like, I want cakes so bad right now. <laughs> and I think, you know what, that was also, I was like, you know what, yeah. Especially because I was watching one that um, Hulu had just put out called Baker's Dozen with Tamira, oh, uh-huh. Tamira Ma- uh, Maori. Uh-huh. And you were like, can we just stop watching desserts? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, all right. Cause, uh, but I didn't want to stop because she's not, at least not in the in the first like two episodes I watched, she's not very good at hiding the ones that she doesn't think are great. <laughs> you know, everybody's like tasting it and then they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's a little sweeter. But her whole face just gave it away. She's like, this is interesting, which is like such a knife in the in like the heart. Like you're like, this is interesting. Well, like, they gotta know. <laughs> they gotta know. Um, we, well, one other fun thing that we did was, uh, so we had a universal pass before COVID and once COVID hit, obviously everything shut down and we mm-hmm. couldn't go. And so then I think a few months ago, Omar went back to universal to see if they would reinstate our pass. Yeah. That's when I was the 40 year old guy at grad night. Exactly. <laughs> there was that story in a previous episode. Um, and so he uh, he reinstated it, and we came to find out that our, it was going to expire on October 29th. Mm-hmm. So we were like, shit, we should just go one last time. I was determined to go. I was like, I, 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 was like, I don't care. I'll take off work if I have to, but... <laughs> I'm getting at least some of my money's worth on this. You know what I mean? Because even though they extended it when I went that time, which was very cool of them to be like, yeah, nobody could come in 2020, so we're extending it. But it, it's, it just gets so busy and their hours are so bad. Yeah, their hours are um, shitty because they, they close, close at like, like five. Yeah. No, I think they normally close at six. Oh, six. But because it was Halloween hours, they closed a little earlier to set up for, mm-hmm. you know, the Halloween hot or whatever. The yeah, and then I was like, and our season pass, don't even, they don't even get us into the Halloween hot. See, like, here's my burn. thing. I feel like, but then it'll probably be even more overcrowded. But then you just control the population. I just feel like if you're going to pay for a pass, mm-hmm. they should give you like a coupon or a discount for the Halloween stuff. Yeah, well, I've only had... Like, you know, it's just like, come on. I mean, I've only had Universal and uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain Passes. Uh Uh-huh. And I know that the Universal one doesn't get you into their Halloween thing. The Magic Mountain one does. It does? But the Magic Mountain one, you have to pay for a maze pass. Do you remember that? Oh, okay. So it gets you admittance, but not the maze pass. Okay. And and walk around the spooky shit. Well, I mean, at least. Going to the mazes. Yeah. For me, that's like, well, at least that's something. That's something. Yeah. I mean, because, like, okay, let's say, I want to say that they used to do some of the, one of the roller coasters in reverse. Like, I don't know if it meant they flipped the. the Who, Magic? 
Yeah. Oh, I the, think they used to do Colossus. Yeah, it was Colossus. They, they would, would do like Colossus. flip the yep. train backwards so you yeah. could go backwards yeah. on it. Yep. It was awesome that's, too. You know, that's worth it. Even if I don't yeah. go into a maze or whatever. But see, so Magic Mountain does it differently where uh, they do they do a separate pass for mazes where Universal doesn't. So that's why that's they why don't do that. They got to get their money. Somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, so Omar and I went to Universal and um, <laughs> it was a very different experience this last time because yeah. <laughs> we were like completely sober. <laughs> and when I say completely sober, I mean completely sober. <laughs> yeah, that was it was Nothing. the first time since. No weed pen, no, yeah, not a sip a, of alcohol. Nothing. Nothing. And it just wasn't as it, fun. It really, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. I was fun. like, "Damn, these rides aren't hitting the same." <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how just like ho hum everything. <laughs> we and, did it, but and I think it's, you know it's different if you go to something that has a roller coaster or a flip or something like yeah. that. Then you're like, "Well, at least I'm getting that adrenaline." But if you're just sitting in a car looking at the life of pets or yeah, whatever, yeah. you're just like. This would be a whole lot better if I wasn't sober right now. <laughs> like, is it cute? Great. Does it look like they they put a lot of detail into the... Look at this brickwork. Yeah. It's like, okay, but I don't care. <laughs> However, this time, because we went on a day that was not packed, we got very lucky. Yeah. All the ride lines were like 15 minutes, you know. Five minutes. I even the, some the walk-ons. Longest, yeah. The longest one was the Simpsons one. We waited in the Simpsons line. For, for like, what, longest, 30 minutes? I think. Maybe something like that. But the Harry Potter line. Yeah. We walked right we on. We just walked right on. Same thing with Mummy. Yeah. We rode that twice. So it was like, it, it, I feel like if you can go to Universal, which especially during these Halloween times, has a 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. hour. Yeah. Like uh, operating hours. And you get to leave early because you did everything. Mm-hmm. That's a win. Yeah. That's 100% a win. Yeah, we did everything except for your favorite, the tour. The tram. <laughs> the tram. I was like, God, not again. I will say that if the tram had something new, because I know it doesn't, Yeah. then I was just like, okay, th- there's not going to be anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And We went like on that. Jurassic, which we never, ever go on because that ride gets you pretty wet. And we're just like always, I don't know. We just never, we, I think we tend to go at cooler times too i don't remember but we never go on jurassic and we did jurassic this time it was hot too yeah that day we went so we're like okay it's hot we'll probably dry off fast let's go and and get on this jurassic park which if you've ever been to universal the jurassic park ride hasn't changed in regards to what it does (laughs) it just has a different you know well, to us, because we never go on it. Right. So it's like, okay, now instead of you driving through the original kind of Jurassic Park jungly type yeah. stuff, now it was... Uh, um, like, like CGI. A, yeah, it was a lot of CGI and a lot of video. Um, which is and, essentially all of Universal. Right, which is what they do, right? It's like <laughs> a movie what studio. they do. <laughs> so it was, totally, it was totally worth it. Like, it was cool. But I thought it was funny that once we did the drop, I don't feel like I got crazy splash with water or like 
but the damn seat when I sat down was soaked. Yeah, so your ass so got like, more wet from sitting yeah, down. You know, I hate that shit on all water rides too. Like, yeah. whether it's like a log ride or a rapids ride or anything that has water, for some reason, the seats are always puddles. <laughs> and you can walk out of there and be like, hey, I got a little bit of, you know. But you're just only your like, ass It looks like is it's wet. sprinkled on my shirt, but it flooded my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the swamp ass but you know we 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 got it in and we got to go see the minions which are uh obviously very special to us because <laughs> nadia is a minion <laughs> uh, yeah so that was really 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 cool yeah so that was that was a fun day we got our little you know uh adventure on in there and then we ended up trying out we were both really craving pasta because I don't remember why we, oh, because I was on a diet and then that was like one of the first days that I was like off the diet. So we yeah, like kind of went it was crazy the day after the photo shoot. Yes. So you were like, I'm eating something. Yes. And I was like, pasta, please. Yeah. 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 Cause we never get pasta. I'm like pasta. It's forbidden. Yeah, you're like I can't eat that pasta. But I'm like pizza. Let's go okay, have some toast. Yeah, <laughs> go, we can okay. order a pizza. <laughs> like that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, so we went to this spot in Culver City called Pasta Sisters. Um, I kind of had my eyeball on it from before, so mm-hmm. I had it bookmarked in my Yelp, and it was kind of on our way home. So we went there, and it's kind of in a hidden. What did you say it was like a interior design decorating kind of like shopping center? Like it's like a plaza that has, it's like a hub for a bunch of um, well, yeah, furniture yeah. stores and interior design stores. Mm-hmm. Right there in, in Culver City, there's like the Helms Bakery. Uh-huh. It's like a legit bakery. Right? Uh-huh. But in that section that they, that the, that I guess is the bakery property, they've made it a bunch of different shops, like you're saying. Um, and there is a really good bar there called Father's Office, where we used to go get like Belgian beers and just kind of like a lot of good imports or craft stuff. Um, very decent food, even though they don't, they have one of the best hamburgers there, but they don't let you do anything like, you know, you, you just order you as is. Yeah. You can't remove the lettuce. How European. You yeah. Very much so. And they'll <laughs> tell you straight out like, no, there's no substitution. Yeah. No, you know, uh, changes to it at all you're like all right whatever but they do i have- think we're the only ones who do that <laughs> no americans oh <laughs> everybody else just eats it how it comes yeah like you go to europe and there's no like special orders or you know no gluten free or no dairy free it's just like <laughs> this is what you get this is what's on the menu like what well, are you talking about <laughs> I, <laughs> I will say that the, when i did go to italy I uh, I went with my brother, but I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time who was gluten-free. Right. So, you know how when you buy... A- and she was legit gluten-free. Like, yeah, she, like, she wasn't just... Like, it was, it wasn't, oh, it hurts my tummy. Yeah, it wasn't like in This is the End with Seth Rogen. Where he's like, oh yeah, gluten is it's bad for you. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit's in everything. It's like... <laughs> so, I, you know how when you buy a new car... You're like, man, I see my car a lot everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. You just become aware of it. Yeah. It part of your consciousness. So I'm in Italy and I would see on the little chalkboards in front of the restaurants or it was like, oh, now serving like gluten free. Now, ser- uh, I was just like, oh, man, it's infected 
You know, <laughs> infected. <Italy>. <laughs> I was like, the tourists must be like, uh, do you have a gluten-free noodle? All right. Like, what? <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, we went to Pasta Sisters and um, I really, really liked it. They had, the way that their menu is set up is like, you basically pick a noodle, pick a sauce, and and that's about it. You just kind of throw it together. <laughs> <laughs> like you could choose from bolognese, you could choose from pesto, whichever sauce you want. And then they, sh- they have different um, pasta options, whether you like penne or whatever. Um, and yeah, you just customize it in that way. Yeah. Um, and what else do they have? And, I mean, they have like a bunch of pastries and stuff like that, too. They have lasagna. They have, I mean, it's it's a legit. Very fresh. Yeah, it's a legit pasta spot. Like it's not, I would. I would equate it to kind of like a Blaze pizza. Okay. You know, like one of those wood-fired pizza places where it's like, yeah, you're building your own, but then they're making it or cooking it or whatever and then giving it to you. It's not right. like not like a Subway where they just have like a, you know, a, a trough full of pastas and sauces. And yeah, yeah, build no. the shit there. It's not a cafeteria. No, no, no. Um, Very was, fresh ingredients. Yeah, it was really, really good. Really and, good. I think they make their own pasta too. I think it's all made there. Yeah. Except for... Anything that says dry. Yeah. So like the if, penne. You, if you go and order the penne pasta, the penne noodle is is a dry pasta. Right. So I was just like, well, not today. I yeah. get dry pasta at home. What did like, we get? You? Oh, I got the lasagna. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. And then you got the... I got the... Pappardelle? No. Mm, now I can't remember. I think maybe. No, no, no. It wasn't... Shit. <laughs> well, whatever it was, it was, it was delicious. The, it was in the arabiata sauce. Arabiata sauce. Which I like that because that tends to be a spicy sauce. But now that I've gotten into making my own sauces, um, when I when we You're do critical. make pasta. No, it's just like I tend to make mine so, not so spicy. It's incredible, but. It's got a kick. Yeah, it's got more of a kick than like your normal restaurant. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So. I'm always just kind of like, ah, it could be spicier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's basically what we had. You know, they bring you fresh bread. And then we got like, um, what else did we get? We got the, uh, oh, caprese salad. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, everything was just really delicious, fresh ingredients. And that's in Culver City, Pasta Sisters, if you guys want to check it out. Um, I would would go back there. Yeah. it Even, wasn't anything crazy. That's the thing. It was very simple. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. It didn't feel. It didn't feel like unnecessarily upscale either. Right. You know what I mean. It. It. It by no means is is not like a a, a really nice like place to go eat. No, but it had um, like that bistro vibe. Yeah, it felt more like that. It was. It was delicious, and I would go back just because they have. Oh, you could one buy. of those pe- Pellegrino sodas. Oh, <laughs> in like quite possibly the best flavor, yeah. which is the mandarin flavor. Yeah, tangerine, wasn't it? Um, tangerine. No, it was mandarin. Really? Yeah. Uh, you sure it was tangerine? Let's look it up. Or am I just calling them mandarinas? <laughs> it was. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe it's the same. Well, I don't know. But if you've ever had one of those sodas, they have the the like orangina or the one that's made out of orange, or the one that's blood orange, or the lemon one. Um, but the, the one that we had, that's that green can and Nadia is spot checking me right now. Cause she, she's probably going to be right. This is what's killing now me. You right might now. be right. 
You might be like, right. I am on pins and needles oh, right now. Oh, we're both wrong. We're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Clementine. Clementine. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It is the best flavor. It is. Hands so. down. Hands down. So it that, tastes that. like you're squeezing a clementine right into your mouth. Yeah. Fresh. Or a mandarin. Or a tangerine. <laughs> whatever. It's a tiny orange. What the hell is the difference anyways? <laughs> uh, yeah. So good. But um, yeah. Pasta Sisters called Plepsup Slip Saba. Yeah. Pasta Sisters <laughs> so, in <laughs> Culver City. So good it'll make you jazz cat. Zika 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 um okay you have so many things in these notes my god i know because we have i i watched a bunch i always watch random shit and a lot of stuff i'm like you watch i I watch it (laughs) and i was like people don't care you know but there's certain things that i think are very funny that i'll like stumble on okay stumble on a show on netflix um called attack of the hollywood cliches okay and it's I, I guess they call it a, a Netflix special because it's a one-off, you know. But it was a, I think it was a little under an hour, and it's Rob Lowe. It's hosted by Rob Lowe, and he is basically going through all the cliches you see in movies. Oh, I watched you this with I mean? you. That yeah. was funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's done really well. Yeah, and it was. It's just like oh, in horror movies, there's always the you know the innocent girl. That yeah, makes it, you know, like they call it the the final girl or yeah. how. You know, people will walk away in slow motion from explosions or the fact Just that in a romantic cliches, comedy, yeah. there's always the meet cute where the people are going to meet, but they always meet by bumping into each other or dropping their papers or spilling wine on each yes. other. It's always like, so that one, if you guys ever get, you know, if you, if you see it while you're fiddling around on Netflix trying to find something to watch, Attack of the uh, Hollywood Cliches, it's, yes. it's, a good, it's a good little watch. and uh, Rather I'll, cheeky. <laughs> and and also um a show that we've talked about before called the uh the movies that made us they did a quick like like just kind of surprise dropped a new season which was all just how these horror movies were made so it's oh. like behind the scenes of like halloween. you watched all those no just the halloween oh movie. okay um with the one that explains how the mask for uh, Michael Myers is actually an old Captain Kirk mask. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. that. They just painted, and yeah, you know that's what became Michael Myers. And it, Halloween was made on a crazy budget, like of, like nothing. Yeah, like just no money in yeah. comparison to to you know what the new one would be made out of. But it's, right, that's a really good one too. Um. Well, while you were at work, I had a couple days off to myself. Mm-hmm. So I decided to binge watch Made because I knew you weren't going to want to watch it. You already were like, oh, that's all on you, boo. And I was like, okay, I'll get to Made eventually. So I got to Made and I couldn't stop watching Made because it was just like, I was in it. I was like, might as well keep going. Like, and I just plowed right through it. I just mm-hmm. binge watched the whole thing, 10 episodes, which they're like, <laughs> 47 minutes or something like that per episode. It's like 10 hours of my life. And man, that show is depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing is that it it was, uh, I think the first person to recommend it to us was a longtime listener of the show, Taylor Kavanagh. Shout out to TC again. Yeah. 
She, and the show's been out for a while. Yeah, she like, she you recommended you this you a long time ago. And then I was talking to um, another listener of the show um, and also my coworker, Dana. And I was like, yeah, people are telling me to watch Made. And she literally, she looks at me, she's like, don't watch it. <laughs> she goes, it's not for you. It's not for she you. She was like, Nadia can watch it. Nadia, <laughs> Nadia might like it. But she's like, but it's not for you. Yeah. And I was like, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. Like, My mom said the same. She was, she, she told said, me. don't let Omar no, watch no. it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she told me like, it was, she's like, it's really sad. <laughs> she's just like, you're just kind of watching this girl struggle through life. You know what I mean? And, and. Mm-hmm. Everyone around her is just, for lack of a word, better word, just a piece of shit, basically. Either they're narcissistic or, you know, they're dealing, they're just not supporting her and they're derailing her every chance that she gets. And she's just trying to get one hand up in life and she keeps getting knocked down, knocked down, knocked down. And it's just, it's so sad to watch because you know, the realities of that, you know, how real that is and how many people, how many single moms, you know, are, are stuck in this system that is not really built for success. It's not built to help people. Like the way that she goes about trying to, you know, she goes to, to go get assistance. Right. And they're like, okay, well you don't have a job. And she's like, well, I can't get a job because I have my daughter and I can't, what am I going to do with my daughter? Like I can't afford help uh, to, to have anyone watch her mm-hmm. because then I need a job. Like she's just stuck. You know what I mean? And they, yeah. there's just no government assistance that really makes sense to help anyone. Like it's just not set up that way. Mm-hmm. So it's just, a, it's a hard pill to swallow to see that. Um, and then it deals with domestic abuse. And then with that, it also deals with the fact that how, Un, un, under recognized I guess I don't know if that's the right if that's the right word or if that's even a word uh, <laughs> <laughs> under recognized um, that emotional abuse is mm-hmm. and that it, it, even herself that she was getting emotionally abused and didn't recognize that she was getting abused and, and they told her to go to this battered woman's shelter and she said why I'm not getting hit I'm not getting beat I want to give it to somebody who deserves it. And they're like, you are getting abused. Like it's still abuse, you know? And so according to the woman's shelter, they accepted her and considered that abuse. But according to the legal system, she wasn't getting abused. Cause she didn't have any bruises. She didn't have bruises and she, there were no reports of anything. So there was no proof. So it was just like, man, it was just a big kick in the balls. Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's crazy because I come home from work and I I think I recognize the boyfriend from the picture on you know that comes up on yeah, the, yeah. the cover photo. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you're watching Made? And you're like, Yeah, and I was like, Okay, just keep watching it, you know. I, I'm not the kind of person that's like, nah, don't finish what you're already invested in because I want to watch baking shows. Or, <laughs> you know, something stupid. Like I was like, Okay, cool. And I was like, it says limited series. And you were like, I'm on like episode seven. So I was like, oh, this is clearly going to be eight episodes. Like I could totally kick it for an hour. Like not a problem. And this shit would not end. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just like another episode and then yep. another episode. I was like, this series is not very limited. This is no. an extended series. It was an extended. Um, <laughs> it was very and, sad. And like I said, I only caught the last two and a half, maybe three episodes. Yeah. Um. So I, I was like, okay, I, I get a story, like everything that you're saying now, yeah. you know? And, and I got to see essentially the system failure while she was making some progress and you know, then the legal system fail her, fail her, and then her mom, you know, and all that complicated type yeah, of Yeah, her mom was, like, um, undiagnosed bipolar and just a bit of a narcissist and, and kind of, like, blamed her daughter any chance she could for anything that went wrong in her life. She would blame her daughter, mm-hmm. even though it was based on the bad choices that she was making and mm-hmm. how she was dependent on men. And, 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 yeah, and it was just, it was constantly the the main girl um alex she who is the maid i I read an i read a negative review about the show and i said okay i can see that that makes sense to me i wouldn't necessarily like i it didn't ruin the show for me i still liked it Mm -hmm. but i could see where they were coming from there and what they were trying to say was that through everything that has happened to this girl, not she is basically a perfect angel throughout the whole series. She never raises her voice to her child. She she doesn't really um, like get into any altercations with anyone. She's very, for the most part, kind of like calm mannered the whole time in spite of everything that is happening to her she does go into a dark spiral towards the end and goes into a depression Mm -hmm. and then the way that they painted that was kind of cool because they actually physically showed her in a dark hole like a deep well Mm -hmm. and they showed her like in this dark pit and i thought that was kind of cool because that was just like a total metaphor for what you really feel like when you're in that place um but the whole time she's like doesn't ever do anything wrong. She never has one slip up, really. And so it, they were just like, that's not realistic. Like for, for where she came from and the parents that she had and what she witnessed and blah, blah, blah. They were like, this was an opportunity for her, for them to show that she's a real human, that she can make mistakes and that that's okay, that she's still an amazing mother. And, you know, maybe this and this could happen and, and that would feel more realistic to them. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I could kind of see that they didn't choose to go that route because they chose to put her as overcoming it all, no matter what. And mm-hmm. that she was a person who had great empathy. And that was kind of her driving force that no matter what her mom did to her, she still loved her mom, still wanted her mom to be there. No matter what this, you know, uh, her, the baby daddy or whatever did to her, she was in this very stuck position. And it was like, I don't know. I just, you didn't want to judge her for it. You were like, People were like, oh, they were disappointed that she ended up going back to him. But it was like, this is real life. Like, well, it's not real life, but, you know, yeah, it's no. reminiscent of real life. Sure. Of of sometimes people don't have all these choices. And sometimes, you know, when they have nowhere else to go and and their baby daddy's like, hey, come and sleep on my couch. And he was damaged. He wasn't a terrible person. He had his 
good sides too, but he was damaged from his past, from his mom being an alcoholic and from him witnessing that and him being an alcoholic himself. And so that changed him. And so it was just all that felt real to me. I was like, okay, that's, that's real, you know, that she would and actually go back because that, that happens. That's a common thing. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's gotta be, it's more, more gut wrenching when the person that you're rooting for doesn't necessarily have any bad qualities or anything that you're like, well, she kind of deserved that one. Or, right. Right. Or da, da, da. I mean, unless you're like coming into it crazy late like me <laughs> and i was like uh why is this, why doesn't she just leave and then you're yeah. like oh well she's got it i was like okay so all this stuff that i was like yo she why, tried why to every this? time why that yeah you were explaining oh they had already gone through that or the, you yeah know, this is this and i was like okay okay this, this kind of all makes sense but um but yeah i feel like because she's so pristine if you will yeah everything that doesn't go her her way is made for the audience to be like but she's doing everything how could this not be going yeah. away da, da, da. yeah which you know is honestly what happens to a lot of people that are in you know bad yeah. situations can't catch a break yeah and i think that the again just the portions that i saw i thought that uh her mom who was played by andy mcdowell who is um, also her real life mom? Who is yeah her, yeah her her mom? I think she did a great job. She I killed mean, Andy it. Andy McDowell is dope. Yeah, she's really yeah. good. No, she she killed that role. And she just was perfect. Yeah, and it was cool because she like you're saying. I guess she's bipolar or, or yeah. whatever. But she had this loony. She had this looniness, this like hippie thing, yeah. kind of like a like a Grace and Frankie thing, like yeah, you know. Um, Lily Tomlin's character, yeah, she's yeah. kind of very hippie and open, and she mm-hmm. sells shit at a flea market and da da da. But then there was always that little twinge of of okay, she's not just like a spacey lady. Like there's something wrong with her, you know? Yeah. Um, that she need, that she refuses to accept. Yeah. Uh. So I, yeah, like I said, uh, from what I saw, I was like, okay, I I get it. You know, it was really well done. Yeah. The acting is great. And it, it did look depressing as all hell. <laughs> so. It was. Like, it was right. really, really sad. <laughs> I uh, shed a few tears and yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a rough one, but nonetheless, <laughs> still a good show. And I enjoy watching things that feel real and authentic and are kind of a slice of life. And and that's what that felt like. And so mm-hmm. if you're into that too. Definitely check it out. It has been out for a while. It was like on the top ten on Netflix for a while. So I'm a little late to the game. <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of you guys have already watched it. Um, but yeah, it was I, I, I liked it. Um one other thing that I wanna say that I watched today <clears throat> I was uh Depotting and organizing my kit today, which is such a process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still have so many eyeshadows to <laughs> depot. Like it's crazy. <laughs> um, but anyways, while I was doing that, I threw on a couple documentaries, and one of them that I watched was on Netflix called Heal. And mm-hmm. man, I really, really like that documentary. And I kind of want you to watch it again. I will totally watch it again if you're down to watch it. Um, and it was 
the whole documentary was about basically the power that our mind and our thoughts have over healing our body and the science that is backed up the science that backs that up and just it's just wild to see the studies that they've done the placebo effect you know for example um as we all know you know they they give certain people medication and they give other people sugar pills exactly but the the fact is that they think that once they believe that it's helping them it already starts to transform their body mm-hmm. and it's just you know there was a there was a quote that um one of the guys quoted a Buddha quote, and it said, every man and woman is the architect of their own healing and their own destiny. And that's something that I really already believed in and already felt strongly about. And so watching this documentary kind of like made it more concrete for me that it was just like, this is, it's just powerful, you know, because there is a natural intelligence that happens inside of our body that that connects like you know when something is wounded that our body and our immune system and all that stuff right it goes to it it's that system is telling it to heal it right Mm -hmm. so how can people not think that our brains the one of the most powerful systems is not connected to the rest of the body as far as healing goes that if you believe it that it can, there's a power for it to actually happen. And one of the guys that was in it, he got into this, uh, he was a bicyclist and he got into an accident. He was bicycling and this car hit him from behind, launched him across the street and he broke like all these vertebrae and they told him he wasn't going to walk and he was in a wheelchair and he sat in his bed. I can't remember how long, I think he said for six weeks, he did this, I guess, meditation, if you will. Mm-hmm. Where he would kind of like go inside of his brain, inside of his body and like walk it through because he knew what was wrong and he would walk it through and and say like, okay, this is how it's going to get fixed. And like literally like, I don't even know how to explain it, but he was healing, talking his body through the actual healing process And every time he would even get distracted, he would restart the thinking all over again. And he did it for six weeks to the point where like 12 weeks later, he was walking again. Like it was just so crazy. And like doctors couldn't explain it. Like it was just, so it just, it was a very interesting documentary. It was, I liked it a lot. I I just, um, man, what was it called again? It's called heal. And, you know, it just, it just talked about a lot of things about how the power of forgiveness and how that generates healing, you know, how people, when you, when you don't forgive someone, how much you harbor that inside of you and manifest that inside of you and that the forgiveness isn't necessarily about the other person. It's not about what you did to me. It is, and doesn't mean you're off the hook for it. But you have to free yourself of that because what's happening is you're holding on to that. You're not forgiving and it's only damaging you and your body because it manifests into things. And so they had talked about kinds of things, how this woman, she had like stage four cancer and and how her healing process went Mm -hmm. and 
they didn't think she was going to make it and she was on the verge of dying and just all these really interesting holistic ways and and things that like people are like ah come on like you'd want to brush that off so easily but this documentary i feel like really opens up even a pessimist's eyes to it there's just so much evidence there that shows that this can actually happen and if we look at what stress does to the body and we know for a fact what stress does to the body, why can't we think that the opposite can happen? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if we're stressed out and we know the negative effects, then why can't we think that positive thinking can heal? Cause that's the adverse of it, right? It's the opposite of it. Right. So essentially it's the same thing. So it's just, it's interesting. I really recommend that you guys check it out. Um, and if there's anybody in your life who you think could benefit from that, I have like a bunch of people in my life who I know could really benefit from watching that. And I hope that it really helps them because I just really, really deeply believe in this stuff. So, yeah, and, and we are definitely counting on the, uh, the power of forgiveness from our listeners for missing last week. <laughs> oh my God. And that is why we are I'm happy to done. say that we are back. Uh, <laughs> we've got a lot of things that, that uh, have been going on that we uh, want to talk about and stuff. And uh, those things will come as soon as we get a couple of things situated. But uh, that's going to be it for us this week. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again. <laughs> um, again, remember, forgive us. And, Forgive uh, us. That was your only takeaway from my whole documentary like, man, about I, heal. I do not feel healed. <laughs> you need to watch this because you're a pessimist, and I want you to watch this because I think that this shit's amazing. You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. No, I'm feeling very positive about it. Oh my god, I hate you so much. <laughs> but we love you guys. So thanks so much. Please come back next week. As always, I am your host, Omar. You can find me on IG at O M R V L Z. We are at We Everywhere Baby Pod. And I am <laughs> Podcast. You cut me off. <laughs> You're gonna have to forgive. I'm gonna have to You looked that. at me in a way that you were ready. So you'll never be healed from that. <laughs> I am Nadia Moham official. And again, guys, we still have those promo codes for um <laughs> for Wild Grain. You can go uh, to wildgrain.com and uh, use the code Nadia Moham official to get ten dollars off your first box. And also don't forget that uh, Nug Club is still um there for you and if you uh sign up with them and use our code we everywhere baby 20 you get 20 uh 20 off of your first box i am expecting or or highly anticipating my november box can't wait to share that to everybody see what um what i got and i have gotten again uh we have gotten contacted by nut club saying that some of you guys are signing up with that code and that's really cool and i really hope that you guys uh, are enjoying it let us know what you got when you get your boxes and you can all compare so until next time we'll see you later ta-ta we everywhere baby